Hello, everyone, and welcome to this week's episode of the podcast. Today, I am one-third of the cast because we have a returning guest. We're very happy to have her back. But I think today's episode, because we're talking about the themes of being all together and being unified, I'm going to just say we are a podcast for bad bitches by bad bitches again because we're all about being yourself and being creative. But I'm one-third of the podcast today. Cecilia, Cecilia, whatever you like to call me as long as not rude because I will cry about it. Sergio, with the other third, second third of the podcast, how are you doing today? Tell me what you're drinking. I'm doing well. I am drinking raspberry tea. Um... Fancy. And I'm doing well, like I said before, and I'm running out of things to say. Because um, mm-hmm. we are all in... Oh my god, I was going to fuck... I already <laughs> fucked up my joke. Because <laughs> we're all in this together. We're not even a minute in. Because we're all in this together. Can our guests introduce themselves? <laughs> no. <laughs> Okay, Kinsey, how are you? Tell us what you're drinking oh, and how you're doing. God, God. <laughs> I should be drinking something stronger. God. <laughs> yeah, oh my God. Um, We're starting off strong. Yes. We're starting off strong. I'm, I'm drinking purified water from Mineral Enhance. Or, damn it. Purified water. She's drinking a... Mineral enhanced for taste. Walmart Are you recycling? Brand. I am. I am side eyeing you. Yeah, you better be recycling that, Kenzie. We're sustainable oh, yeah. on this podcast, or at least we try to be. Yeah, definitely. Uh, for as far as what I am drinking, I'm going to give you a little bit of ASMR. See if I can get it as close to my mic as possible. Oh, yeah, that was a good one. That's I, nice. hope, I hope I heard that. I that was that. crisp. I know. Today, I am drinking a Guyaki Yerba Mate, not sponsored, but if they want to sponsor me, our business email, you can find it if you look hard enough, Guyaki. But yeah, today, if you haven't read the title or if you just listened, because we do have 10 fans. Also, to congratulations as well. I wish I had to, like actual drink drink to celebrate, but I don't. I just have my Yerba Mate. We have hit over a little bit over 100 plays um, on all of our episodes combined, and I'm very, very happy. Um, we, all, we only do have like 10 to 9 listeners, but... This is a milestone. I'm very happy for us. This is our celebratory episode. And to celebrate that with our, our theme going on with unity, creativity, and being yourself, we are reviewing and discussing the first uh, High School Musical. There is, Sergio, do you know, is there three or four of them? I don't know. Also, this is by request because Sergio's sister said <laughs> we had to do this. That we were not obligated. She didn't pay us, but she did, um, you know, strong arm us. You know, I yeah. also <laughs> promised her that if we ever review the other two movies that she's gonna that invited her to be the guest on the very last one because she apparently loves that one she has more than the other two Mm -hmm. um there's three movies (laughs) gets me so confused wait did they make a did they make a spin-off series or did they not i swore they did like a series like on disney channel i looked it up and while I was looking mm-hmm. up the movie, and there's like High School Musical, High School Musical Two, uh-huh. and then High School Musical mm-hmm. Three, graduate or graduation, and then there's yeah, graduation. I don't think it's connected, but it says um, like a spiritual High School Musical. It's like a Christian mm. school, Christian. And I'm like, yeah, hold on, I gotta look it up. But it was weird, so I'm like, I kind of want to watch this mm-hmm. movie to see how bad it is. Sunday School oh, Musical. We should watch that one definitely. <laughs> Sunday school. I think it is. Oh my god. Okay, so I know there's a technically a spinoff on Disney Plus called High School Musical: The Musical, which is just a high school. The high, the high school where they filmed the movies, doing a musical of High School Musical. Why would they do that? Why is it so Mm -hmm. confusing for me to explain? I don't understand it also because it's a series, right? But like, what even is it about? Because it's basically HSM. 
TM and people were shitting on it because I remember when it premiered, everyone on Twitter was dogging it. They're like, why are y'all doing this? This is stupid. And also, it's kind of like a old cash grab. Like, you should have had a spinoff series immediately after the movies and en- the movies ended or the series ended or whatever. You know what I mean? Like, I don't, I don't get it. <laughs> Someone just walked in into our podcast. <laughs> that-, <laughs> that was my boyfriend, Glenn. He's welcome anytime. He can say hi to anyone. <laughs> if you're recording. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> we welcome everyone on our podcast. Um, but I, I, I don't say hi. I, I don't. Hi. Hello. <laughs> we just said hi to the void. Everyone's just so confused. Hi oh, to yeah, the void. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> Kenzie's boyfriend just popped up yeah. on camera. Uh, unfortunately, also just for a small announcement, while we're still early in the podcast, um, Sergio and I have made the executive decision to not try to do video episodes until we get better hardware, just because we both have laptops that are on their last legs. So this is uh, as like the 2020 winds down, because I know we're in September. Um, we basically are just going to stick with a audio format, and then 2021, when we get more money and hopefully make more money from the podcast, fingers crossed. We will try to do a video format for season two. Season two will begin in 2021. We are still on season one. So, yes, please uh, just stay with us for a little bit while we work it. Because we do make some funny faces. But then, but then again, as I said in the previous episode, I do pick my nose on camera. So if you're not ready for that, don't ask for it. Or like, don't expect it to be like nice. <laughs> yeah. It's the real okay. life. So, it's you in real life. It's, you got to deal with it. Exactly. It's true. It's true. Um yeah, and I'm pretty sure no one wants to see my fat face on their computer screen, so Shut we're up. keeping it until Sergio's 2021. Pretty, Sergio's pretty handsome. Sergio, oh, you're beautiful. That'll be like our Patreon exclusive if we oh ever get God. over 10, 10 listeners. My self-esteem is on full today. Thank you. His ego is even bigger than it needs to be. Y'all know, y'all know this man. <laughs> <laughs> he has a very big head. Okay, so... Um, there is Sunday School the Musical, there is a HSM, TM, and then there is, like, another... Okay, are those the only ones, like, within the franchise that I guess we're kind of not going to look at? I also don't know if we are going to do episode... I mean, School Musical 2, 3, whatever. I don't know. No, 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 yet. Yeah. It's all in the air. Oh, Kenzie, did you ever look it up? What is what is the Sunday School Musical it's, about? Oh, hold on. Oh! You caught me. I believe me. in you. <laughs> she's almost there she's almost there yeah because it's like if if y'all listen to the joe rogan podcast she's jamieing right now she's trying to look it up she's trying to show us that gorilla show us that whatever the fuck oh my god do y'all know what's also crazy just before we get into like everything and talk about it um what is it that like a bunch of like big podcasters like i know joe rogan and then the last podcast on the left which is a crime podcast um they got like exclusive deals to only stream on spotify isn't that fucking crazy and also um fingers crossed could be in our future possibly maybe perhaps if we get bigger (laughs) okay i I found it it's called sunday school musical with uh, it was released in 2008 (laughs) Mm-hmm. Um, it the I guess the director Rachel Lee Goldsberg, whoever that is. Come uh, on, Rachel Lee. When financial woes threatened their church's future, a group of teens led by one talented performer enters a song and dance competition, in hopes of winning a heavenly cash prize. Oh, gross! <laughs> I'm like, like, I don't like that. That's very, really, that's really weird. <clears throat> like. I mean, it's kind of weird. Two point three star out of ten. <laughs> I mean, it got the church crowd. I guess that the church crowd is those two point three stars. But that's what's see, like crazy to me because, like, I can see. Oh no! Yeah, go, go for it. Go, and I'll, and I'll say my oh. stupid idea next. 
<laughs> no, I was just saying, like, a lot of Christian-based, like, I'm Christian, right? So I'm like, you know, mm-hmm. cool, musical for Jesus. But, like, at the same time, oh, yeah. I don't know why. Like, could we get some better actors for Christian-based music? Oh. Because oh. I've watched I agree. plenty. I agree. And it's just like... This is so bad. Um, <laughs> I was like, this acting I is so it. bad and corny. <laughs> See, everything about a Christian movie or a movie that's trying to teach you something religious, mm-hmm. the actors are bad, the writing is bad in that movie, the production is bad. Yeah, it's everything all about it is horrible. I and I, but, but I guess Christians budgets, like that. <laughs> mm-hmm. I, I'm I'm also assuming that like the budgets are pretty small if it's that's a true. Christian based music, so it's like. It's kind of like a pseudo-documentary, I guess, but also most of the churches do crowdfunding, like, from, you know, what is it called? It's not reparations, but the offering, the, uh, the offering, yeah. That's where, like, their money comes from, I guess, for the production of that. I don't, I didn't know well, what it was called. I, Forgive me, my vocabulary is not expensive. Well, yeah, cause my <laughs> thing is, it's like, there's all these mega churches that are huge, and, like, the cameras uh, and everything, and I'm just like, Osteen. there's not one director parents. that's decent. Or there's not one person that's believe- decent enough to do a movie and have the budget with a mega church to do it. I don't even see the mega churches aren't even thinking about like having those productions because they're so into like just making their churches bigger and only like you know um, trying to gather the wealthier zip codes to get more money to pay their taxes because. Oh, fuck Joel Osteen and shit like that. It's stupid because it's like they have so many other extra resources in place, you know, to even fund those movies. I mean, granted, I don't watch those movies. Those are not my things. But, you know, if you want to help the arts, because there's so many, like, creative things that do go on in the behind the scenes of churches. You know, like, there's the artists, there's the people who sing, the people who do, like, who teach the kids in the classes, you know. I don't know. It just doesn't make sense to me. But... <laughs> Let's get back to what we're <laughs> actually talking about. Jazz hands for Jesus. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yes. Um, if you couldn't no. see that on the podcast, um, we just all did jazz hands. <laughs> we all did jazz hands. Um, <laughs> oh, I didn't. I was drinking. Oh, I, was spiritually do- I was spiritually doing jazz hands. In, you know, I'm getting the energy going. <laughs> okay, so... Do what do we want to do first thoughts about what we think and read the plot or we want to go back and forth or and I know we're going to do our ratings and reviews later but how do you want to do it do you, like who wants to go are we going to popcorn read or what do we Let's do, do our first I thoughts think... right Or Kenzie well, what do you let's, think for well for people who have never seen it I think you should read the IMD and then we can do all of our uh Oh true thing because there's some people out the there little... who has no idea that this was a thing oh true okay so i will read the like small like film synopsis on it and then we will go into the wiki and then we uh like okay so after our synopsis then we will like gather what we think about it because this movie is very very cheesy so imagine you are a teen or tween around 2006 or whatever age you are you and this is like your first introduction to zach efron vanessa hudges all of these like fancy or ish and that have people who, who who were unknown talent and became or you know, an these idea fancy of high school or whatever the fuck. but you know you have your <laughs> yeah but this is it's very unrealistic and it's also kind of like it also plays into those like american stereotypes of like high school being a very toxic place when Wait. really it's not as toxic as it so, actually seems well it can be depending are on you telling school. me that people in high school don't yell at each other what team 
No, they do not. Oh. <laughs> I'm gonna be honest. With you. I don't think because I thought the I thought that's what people did at public high schools, and then people just yelled bad wildcats because okay. that's what everyone does in this high school. <laughs> wildcats to to talk about like my personal experience with regarding like American media kind of villainizing high school and just making it weird and toxic. I thought I was gonna get bullied really badly in high school for some reason because I was a nerd, and I would always see them like shoving the nerds in the locker and things like that. But they didn't even bully me for being a nerd. People bullied me because they thought I was gay, and I didn't even know I was gay until I was older. Can I That's tell what you I got bullied for. <laughs> how much of this song, this movie's about are you gay or not, and we hate you if you're gay. Yeah. <laughs> LGBT representation, baby. You get bullied if you're gay. Y'all are you, are you anyway? Are you bullied for anything non-masculine or traditional? Masculine? Yes, like you're in a musical. Yeah. What the hell? And if you're in a musical, you yeah, must be it's gay. <laughs> No. Yeah, it's weird. I mean, it's interesting that like the the subtext that it gave people also because personally, I've always loved musical, but that's just like me, you know. But yeah, we got we got some heavy themes going on actually. Okay, so Troy Bolton, who is Zac Efron, the star athlete of a small town high school, falls for nerdy beauty Gabrielle Montez, who plays by Vanessa Hudgens, at a holiday karaoke party. When they return to campus, high school campus, not college campus, Troy and Gabriella audition for the upcoming school musical. Meanwhile, the jealous Sharpay Evans, aka Ashley Tisdale, conspires to squelch their chances. I don't think squelch was the proper um, verb to use there. <laughs> the two must struggle to make it to auditions while also meeting their existing obligations to the basketball team and the academic decathlon. Who is the guy that plays Ryan? Do y'all know his, his name, name is Lucas Gabriel. Name. <gasps> Lucas Gabriel. Also, they didn't even mention Cordon Bleu. Uh, I don't even know what his character's name is in the story, but he is my personal favorite. Okay, so just what do y'all? I mean, is is it what is? Yeah, Corbin. What is his name in the movie? Do y'all Chad. Remember? Because I don't remember. But I personally, yes, Chad. Chad. So the main characters oh God, are Taylor, uh, Taylor, Taylor, Sharpay, Taylor. Ryan, Troy, Sharpay. Gabriella, and Chad. Who's Taylor? Chad. That's such like a popular name. Chad. I'm Chad. Also, it does fit it does fit it too because like Chad is like this like uh, the head jock and he's like, Troy, what the fuck? Why are you being a, why are you being gay and going to the music? We're supposed to be basketball team guys. Da, 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 da. And it's weird how like it does fit into that toxic masculinity. It's like just express yourself because there's so many also it also goes to show that like people were only like meant to be one layer like oh i'm only basketball oh i'm only a nerd oh i'm only this or that and it's like dude people just like in our shrek episode people have layers people are onions they have a whole song about being one time being one dimensional it's the one in the lunchroom right and they're like uh, I don't know what the song is. Well, but, and I was watching yeah. that that scene, and I was they were like, mm-hmm. they're like, I have something they're I have to share, and then they're like, tell yeah. us, we'll hear you, and then they tell them, they're like, nah, <laughs> don't do that. No. Yeah, they're like, just, what the fuck is wrong with you? <laughs> you're just like, just kidding, shut up, keep your and head in your book. The, or the the, the thing, the funny thing about that, the three examples they use in that song was that one liked to bake, one liked hip hop, mm-hmm. and yeah. the other one played the cello. Those three things are not bad. No, they're, not. they're cool. I agree. <laughs> yeah. Baking is fun. I love baking. <laughs> also, playing the cello is hard as fuck, so shout out to that person. And oh he's obviously yes. a stoner, too. My sister too, tried so. to teach me. Yeah. Yeah. The low-key skaters sort of really stoners. They're stoners. Fine. <laughs> yeah. I mean, skater, skaters are stoners half the time, but stoners are not always skaters. That's that. That's the division that I was saying. That's what I mean. It's like skaters experience. all don't look like that. 
skaters. There's true. You could be smart as hell and be a yeah. skater. Cecilia, don't generalize our Sometimes. stoner population on this podcast. First of all, as someone whose whose families are fat ass potheads, I am. I can absolutely judge. Fuck all y'all. Y'all don't know me. Y'all know my history. God damn, make this a fucking Doctor Phil episode. I'll whoop all y'all. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> Before we get too heated, what do y'all just first general thoughts on the movie? Because personally, I was like, um, I don't understand what is going on. And also, why is it so bad for someone to want to do music and, uh, you know, theaters and also be a basketball team? But also, I guess that like, not necessarily that it makes sense to play into this stereotype, but most of the guys on like my high school football team and in basketball... They didn't really do anything besides sports. Like, they did sports to keep them off to, like, the streets so that they had something to do after school. But I don't know. Like, it didn't seem like they wanted to do anything else besides, you know, like, do their sports, smoke, and then just go home and do homework. You know what I mean? I don't know. But that's, like, my pros for experience. I just thought it was interesting. What do y'all think? Kenzie, do you want to go first? Okay. Like, I want to say, like, when I first watched it back in middle school days, um, mm-hmm. I was, like... The same thing, like Ceci was saying earlier, like, is high school going to be like that? And I went to a yeah. big, I went to a big high school and then you got, you get there and you're like, this is nothing. And like for yeah. our high school, it was kind of like that. They had the cliques because it was a bigger school, but like, I'm a mm-hmm. person that I didn't really belong to a clique. I was like an art, I was an art nerd. I was a nerd in general. I was doing grades mm-hmm. and then I was an athlete. So it's just like, I saw the cliques, but I was like the one jumping from it. And, um, mm-hmm. but like the movie back in the day, everybody, we, my school actually did the high school musical the same year it came out because it was so popular. What? So like, That's yeah. Cute. And I didn't, I didn't, wasn't a part of it, but I had friends who were with it and I was like, oh, I guess it's cool. Cause everybody mm-hmm. thought it was cool. And then watching it today, I was like, oh my God, <laughs> like I yeah. can't stand Zach Efron like opening his mouth as wide as he can to sing the songs. Like I was like, why? Really? <laughs> and then you can tell like they lip sync everything. I mean, I I know movies. You kind of that's what happens, but it was like bad lip singing. Like <laughs> it wasn't then, good. Like, but I guess the whole like that cafeteria scene like hit me because I was just like, dang, they're just like. Nah, you can't be anything yeah, different. And I'm just, they I don't think it went in on them. Huh? Mm-hmm. Oh, I was just agreeing to that. Like, they, they kind of just, like, bullied them more. They're like, oh, yeah, you can't, like, your 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 hobby at home. And it's like, dude, fuck you. You don't even know who you... Because, like, they're trusting them to confide in them, even though it's, like, only for the musical. I don't know. It's just weird how often they are hypocritical and betray, like, the narrative that they want to push, if that makes sense. Like, do you know, yeah. what, I'm you know what I'm saying? And <laughs> yeah. It got me where, like... What was it? He was get your head the game song. Every you, all his friends you, knew how to dance and sing. Also, I mean, I know it's a musical. It's, unre- it's just like it's you can't unrealistic. sing. I'm like, what are you doing right now? Oh, but I also think so. I don't. Okay, so I don't fully understand musicals. To like all like I appreciate them for what they are, but it's kind of just like musicals aren't real life. It's only like a part of the act. So like. The people who were participating in, like, the, 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 get your head in the game, whatever the fuck that was, um, they actually don't know how to sing and dance. Apparently, it's just a part of that song. And so, like, outside of that song reality, they don't do that. Right. Which I think doesn't make sense. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's, I don't know. That's it's weird, confusing. but it's interesting. But it's also, like, 
Yeah, it's hypocritical because they're like, fuck you, Troy. You can't sing, you gay ass bitch. Haha, <clears throat> just kidding. We'll sing with you. You know what I mean? It's Get your head in the game. The backwardsness. Oh, God. Only for basketball, though, and not for musicals. Keep- Sergio, what, what, are your, what are your thoughts? Okay, the first thing that pops in my mind is, why is basketball mm-hmm. the popular sport at this school? It should have been yeah. uh, anything else. If it's in, what is it, uh, New Mexico. Oh, they're, it would they're be New football. Mexico, that's why it is. Yeah. It would be football, though. It's, it's a high school. It would still be football. It should be football. It should be football. Even and soccer. What high school invests so much money into their basketball program that has a poster and it's like blown up mm-hmm. to size and Troy is right in the fucking middle and Gabriella just like <laughs> caressing it or whatever the fuck she's doing with her fucking hair. Yeah. The whole that movie. Was weird. <laughs> That's that was weird. I was like, there's just, well, and it's just in the fast, like, okay, first scene. When they are yeah. at the New Year's party. Yeah. And they're singing. And it's yeah. like, he gets, I guess Zach's character gets into it and he like takes his jacket off. I'm like, what are you wearing? Yeah. <laughs> and then <laughs> his outfit. Yeah. Cause I'm just like, that even in 2000 and whatever it was, that is weird looking. And then he, but like how he took it off and then he like kept getting towards Gabrielle and she's clearly, yeah, clearly she almost like fell off the stage. It. <laughs> she's just like, uh. and then um, he's just like, yeah. yeah. Everyone in this movie yeah, is weird. a bad dresser. It's yes. just like everyone's just wearing collar on top of collar on top of collar. They're just trying to out be, mm-hmm. be the loudest person in the fucking room. And I totally understand that for the, also though. Um, and I understand I that for the characters also, of Sharpay and Ryan, but everyone else is like, what the fuck are you guys thinking of? What are you guys mm-hmm. thinking? They're not. I think it's also that um, in terms of styling main characters, just on like, in the fashion perspective, is that for the most part, um, you want like the main character cast. So like the main, our main characters would be Chad, Troy, Sharpay, uh, Ryan, Gabriella. And, like, maybe, I guess, the piano girl. So they, in order for them to, like, for you to notice that they're the main character cast, quote-unquote, you they have to dress very garishly and ugly. And, ugly. and also because um, Gabrielle, like, Vanessa Hudgens plays the nerd, her fashion sense has to be very subtle. And, like, she has layers. And it's not really, like, very... Because if you notice, like, Vanessa's... Um, what is it? Vanessa's like outfits throughout the movie kind of get a little bit more gaudier as she becomes into herself. But mm-hmm. it's also like she, um, what is it? Um, but yeah, because so she's the nerd, so she can't have very loud clothes. But everybody else has pretty loud clothes, if that makes sense. But like, I, so I was see the whole time I was watching this movie, which is almost two hours. Mm-hmm. I cannot believe this movie's almost two hours. Um, I was yeah, it's like, long. yeah, I was. I was distracted a lot of the time with the background characters because <laughs> some of them look weird. Yeah, they're doing yeah. weird faces or their expressions <laughs> do not align with what's going on. They're just like, mm-hmm. like the, the first scene where they're at the New Year's party. By the way, I have to say that Vanessa Hudgens and Zach Efron's characters have money. I don't understand this whole, definitely, Mom, why do we definitely. have to move, bitch? Just move. Your mom is yeah. providing for you and you'd rather read out this cabin ski lodge fuck you gabriella 
Ugh, so? <laughs> oh my god, the, the the later scene where Troy goes to G- uh, Gabriella's house and her house is like a fucking mansion, basically. It's like humongous. It's like a big like California like gaudy thing. So Troy and Gabriella definitely aren't struggling. So it's basically two rich kids wanting to do other rich kid activities, essentially. Well, and that's why it's like, why are you dressed so bad? Yes. Like, mm-hmm. I understand. But, but I think the, we also know this. I understand like... <laughs> They need to be mute, more muted because then the character um, arch or whatever. But at the same time, it's like yeah. But why the co- like pop collar like? But then you got to think like mm-hmm. the time it was filmed, we probably didn't notice any yeah. of that. True, that's also true. That's yeah. how oh, no. a lot of I- people were dressed. <laughs> I absolutely love Sharpay and Ryan's clothing. I think they're matching thingies. I think um, him being oh, like I like um, Ashley Tisdale being a hag, and then you know Ryan being the the other part of that. <laughs> I definitely love their garish matching outfits. I think that was such an interesting part of it. And also, we don't. I don't know because I don't know if Ryan was supposed to be gay or not, but he definitely gave off that energy. And so, even though it wasn't like you know he wasn't a out there character or like they didn't say like oh hey this is uh ashley's uh best friend you know gay best friend ryan it kind of just shows like how little representation uh lgbtq kids had back then well, i don't know it was there's just a lot of subtext first of all like, ryan is was. ryan is sharpay's twin not best friend um oh they're siblings yeah they're yeah <laughs> Um, and I think, uh, Kenny Ortega, like, the guy who made High School Musical, like, a month ago said that Ryan was always supposed to be gay, but he was just in the closet, and that mm-hmm. he imagined, he would imagine that Ryan would come out the closet once he got into college. He went to college. Come on, King. So, yeah, I mean, right, I mean, come on, Ryan I'm is, okay. we could tell, right? <laughs> Even though Very it's kind of bad what no. I just said, but, you know. Um, wait, so didn't in the movie, because I don't remember this, to, to me, Sharpay and Ryan always felt like friends and not siblings. Like, do they go home together or do we ever get to see their home life? Because I swear, I, I thought that they were only friends. I didn't even think that they were actually related. Um, wait, <laughs> Sharpay and her brother? Yeah, you thought Ryan. they were friends yeah. because they went home together. <laughs> no, I thought they were friends. Be- I thought they were friends because I didn't see them go home together. Like I, you don't see oh, their personal no, life. Yeah. That's why they I was say like, it. I was just like, oh, they're friends. Well, like they say I'm, it like at the beginning. Yeah, and and really, the only two I'm characters who have them. life outside of high school is Troy and Gabriella. Everyone else is just yeah. We don't get they're to just characters else. at the high school. So I mean, there would be no reason to go and give them a backstory because to be honest. This whole movie is not about six characters. It's about four characters at most. I don't think most. that's fair. Yeah. Boo. Tro- Give us more subtext. Because Chad and Troy Give are... Give us more context. Uh, Chad and Taylor are barely any characters. They're just best friends to the main characters. That's it. Yeah. Who is Taylor? Who is Taylor? Taylor is um Gabriella's nerd buddy. Yeah. That's who she is. I forgot her name, but I know she's there. And, okay... Why are they both black? Synergy. Oh, T. True. You know, oh, yeah, but also, like, also, what I, what's interesting about that too is when I was re- watching some recap videos because, like, to like understand the plot because I was this movie's very all over the place. Um, 
I think what's also interesting is how kind of subtly they villainize Chad and Taylor because if you um, Sharpay and Ryan don't do the dirty work themselves, they convince Taylor and uh, Chad to break up Gabriella and Ryan. Yeah. And it's like, why are you making the only two black characters that have the spotlight doing the dirty work? You know what I mean? Like, it's so subtle. Like, the awful behaviors they're trying to push and say, ah, ha, ha, black people are bad, when they're not even that. It was all Sharpay and Ryan's fault. <coughs> oh, this is so refreshing. By the way, it's unfair to blame really Sharpay and Ryan for being villains. Because they're not. They're the good guys in this whole movie. Because they've been working hard to be in the <gasps> theater department forever. And these two fucking losers decided to sing a song in a cabin somewhere. True. Who knows where the fuck they are. <laughs> they come back, and come back and say, I want to be in the theater program. And these two Wait, good characters are really the bad characters in this whole movie. To be fair, to be fair, Gabriella and Troy do sing better and it would have better chemistry. Like, would you rather this random are couple sing a song that's meant to be saying by people? Are you telling me that breaking... Shut the fuck up. Would no, you Cecilia. rather have no, Cecilia, shut and up. Troy sing a song that's supposed to be meant for <laughs> siblings to be in love? You want incest to be on the main thing of the movie? Get out of here, Sergio. You're canceled. You're, You're saying that breaking free... <laughs> You're saying that breaking free is Nasty. a better song than Bop to the Top? Ashley Tisdale had her Fuck time you. to shine. <laughs> oh my god. I'm over it. Anyway, we're like almost 30 minutes in and I haven't even fucking read the first paragraph of the plot. So Are you let's serious? get into the plot. Yes! <laughs> okay, so. After- <laughs> my watch just told I me didn't... to breathe. <laughs> you, you know what? That's we all we all need to breathe before we get even more heated because this movie this movie is definitely all over the place in terms of themes. Okay, so as Kenzie mentioned earlier, uh, in like the cabin scene or whatever, fucking it's like Troy and his dad playing basketball, and then we see. Uh, oh no! Well, first, like the first scene is fucking Gabriella and her mom, and she's like Gabriella's reading a book because she's a nerd. We gotta know she's a nerd, and her mom's like, "What the fuck, you nerd? Come party!" And then she's like, "No, but I want to read." But she's like, "Come on, nerd!" And so she's forced to go. And then uh, Troy's mom catches him and what the fuck his dad playing basketball, and you know they gotta practice. They gotta be the best they can be or whatever because his dad wants him to be a basketball star, not a football star. I don't understand. <laughs> And then the mom's like, come on, y'all lame-ass bitches, let's go to the party. And so the moms are party animals for some reason. And so they, I don't know, it's just like, yeah, the karaoke song at the ski lodge party during winter break. First of all, ski lodge party during winter break, uh, that's not realistic. Pers- I don't think that's realistic. Anyways. Why would, okay, you so spend me, a ho- also- why would you want to spend a family holiday with a whole bunch of randos? I mean, the mom says to, I mean, because I, I mean, Troy's mom says it's the last day of quote unquote, it's the last day of winter break vacation. Come party. I don't know what Gabriella's mom say. I don't remember what she says, but it's kind of like, I guess under the same guise of like, this is the last day before they go back to school. And so they're like, let's fucking live it up. Let's well, party. Again. The only thing her mom says is like, I picked out the nicest clothes for you and laid it on your bed. That's whack. That's no reason to party. I don't know. Well, I guess. and it's okay. weird. Like. I don't know about y'all, but I'm with, like, I'm at home with my family during winter break. That's mm-hmm. weird to go to this lodge. I don't know. Just rich people things, I yeah, guess, I guess, right? Yeah, I guess, I yeah. Would, I wouldn't go to a lodge. I would just stay home. <laughs> and, and, I was just like, I would rather not be with everybody. But then I'm thinking quarantine I be parties. 
Yeah, it's quarantine right now. But I mean, if if you if this was like 2010 and your family is like, oh, like let's go meet the, our extended family at the lodge, or I mean, you know, not even the lodge because we're in Texas. I guess like at the what do people rent like a hall or a convention center? Not convention center, but like a hall, like a yeah. um, community hall, and you just go for like weddings and shit like that. That's what I would think, you know, to meet everybody again, because I don't know about y'all, but my extended family is fucking humongous. Like, we could definitely, I could definitely fit my family in a convention center. <laughs> definitely. But yeah. Same. Yeah. Okay, so they sing uh, the star something new, and that's when, like, Troy's really into it, <laughs> and he, like, nearly pushes Gabriella off the stage because he's, like, so into it, you know? It's and she's weird. like, oh, what the fuck, you fucking freak? <laughs> it's, it's so weird. cringy. It's <laughs> so, like, she's clearly like, I don't want you to be this close to me. And she's like, not into <laughs> it. Yeah. yeah. She, they don't know and then he, like, each takes other. the mic. No. Yeah, they're strangers still. They're and strangers. it's weird because he, like, takes the mic stand and's like, doing all this weird dance moves with it I'm unnecessarily like, yeah and clearly he's not ashamed of being able to sing or singing so i don't understand yeah. why he's so f- i guess because none of his friends are there but i don't see why it's an issue Maybe. later on in the movie it, it makes no sense yeah it's it, weird it's I, showing I, you that he understand. can do it i don't know He's the star. He's our main character, guys. Of course, he has to be able to sing as well God. at the beginning of the movie. By the way, literally in the beginning. By the way, in the first movie, it's not even Zac Efron singing. It's not. Who is it's it? It's Drew Seeley. Who is it? Drew Seeley. Come on, King. Damn, Zac Efron can't even sing. Wait, who sings Vanessa Hudgens or does Vanessa Hudgens actually Apparently sing? Apparently, that's her. I think that's her voice. <laughs> yeah. But because oh, I was watching it too, I didn't know that it wasn't him singing, but I'm like. That don't mm-hmm. sound like him it at doesn't. all. And then the the lip singing the ooh, the lip singing. Uh, <laughs> I have to stand up. My hip is bad. No, but um, the lip singing is like so off. It's that yeah. I can't because his he opens awesome. his mouth like super wide for something. Oh, that's very like a, wide. Yeah, we're breaking free, and but it's free supposed to be like <laughs> ye, like your mouth isn't supposed to be that big, and his mouth is like ah, like he's saying oh. Also, for audio listeners, while me and Sergio were laughing, Skenzie had to stand up because her hip hurt, and then she, but she folded her laptop like to all the way to the back, so we come into the tip top of her face. <laughs> it was a very hilarious. I'm moment. sorry, yes. I have a a, a nerve. She has fibromyalgia, something nerve that like I can't sit down for, and I'm like, oh, not right now, hip. But okay, I feel we're that. Good. I feel that. That's why it's important to do your stretches every day, guys. Anyway. <laughs> I do not. That's why it okay. hurts. So, so after, do not. I, I know don't I do my stretches any, too. Anybody who listens to this podcast, just think you're on the <laughs> east side or whatever, east side <laughs> basketball team, and you've got to get your head in the game. Mm-hmm. And by doing that, you have you to have stretch to, first. Exactly. Exactly, yes. exactly. Okay, so after they go back to the school break, Troy sees Gabriela in the homeroom. She explains to him that she just transferred. She moved to Albuquerque, New Mexico. Also, why Albuquerque, New Mexico? I don't know about y'all, but as a Texan, I don't really like any other state besides maybe New York sometimes. But So, New Mexico, <laughs> true there's Texas nothing comment. to do. Exa- I know, I know. I hate As much as I hate Texas, I am like very, you know, fuck other states. But I don't know, that's Rather, just me. Yeah. Anyways. There's not a lot to do in New Mexico because I have I have traveled to New Mexico. You know, I went to Roswell. I went to one of my friend's hometowns. It's all like sand and dust and cacti. I don't know. And also, the cost of living is fairly expensive. And there's they wouldn't be able to have, I don't know in terms of funding, but a lot of the schools there are really tiny. 
Yeah, that's why it um, still doesn't make sense. <laughs> it doesn't make sense how fancy their high school is. Yeah, like just in terms of realisticness of New Mexico, it doesn't make sense. You know what I mean? But this is just like from personal experience. Okay, so after, I don't know why this is fucking New Mexico. Troy shows Gabriella around the school, drama club president, and East High's designated ice princess, Sharpay Evans, assumes that Gabriella's interested in auditioning for the school musical. Twinkle Town. When I first read this, I thought it said Twink Town, and I was going to be like, hell yeah, come on, Ryan. <laughs> but it's Twinkle Town, not Twink Town. <laughs> Wait, wanting to eliminate competition, Sharpay has scholastic decathlon captain and camp club president, Taylor McKessie, aka Monique Coleman, investigate Gabriella's past academic achievements to recruit Gabriella for the school Scholastic Decathlon. I don't know about y'all. Um, we didn't have this in my high school, but again, my high school was super broke. We did have, like, um, what was it called? It was not not UCLA. U- but it was, like, UIL? where the drama... UIL. That's what that's my what high school did, um, too. They... But UIL, we only had that for choir and for theater. I don't know if we had UIL for, like, the math thing. Uh, so my high I school, know. I actually competed in the math UIL twice. One time I got ten- One time I didn't place, and the second <laughs> time I got 10th place. Come on, King. And I also did UIL Woo. for computer science, which I got 6th place, and I got Ew. a medal. So Yeah, you are a nerd. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, no, but this is funny. About Sergio, Sergio was actually a jock for half the time. So Sergio has dimensions. He was a big-ass nerd, and he did high school. So duality of man. <laughs> Literally. Real people okay, have dimensions. So, exactly. Yeah, We're I all just don't onions, stick guys. to the we status quo, straight. by the way. Exactly. We are. Our heads are in the game. We're doing what we want to do. We're soaring free. You know, all of that good stuff. <laughs> the guy who dyed okay. his hair gray because everybody else is dyeing their hair gray, but whatever. <laughs> Sergio had an identity crisis at that point. He was very much not himself. So that wasn't even Sergio. That was actually a completely different yeah. person. That was his low, low face. That was. Honestly, it really was. <laughs> I was having an not identity crisis. <laughs> Hey, okay, you know so, what? You found yourself, you're back, and you got your head back in the game. Yep. <gasps> and did, we're all in this did, together, exactly. or whatever the fuck that song it's is. all <laughs> full circle. Exactly, exactly. So because uh, Taylor's a big nerd, she's the big nerd of the high school, Gabriela's also a big nerd, they basically become friends. And during the basketball practice, Troy's distracted by thoughts of Gabriela because he's like, oh, I love this big-ass nerd, she's so cool, her big-ass brain is so sexy to me. And the idea that he might enjoy singing in addition to basketball, and they sing the Get Your Head in the Game one, all the guys with the coordinated basketballs and shit like that. Personally, that's my favorite song. Do y'all have a favorite song for the musical? Because this one was mine. I don't know why this one just stuck in my head. I love it. Which one? I will literally um, Get Your Head in the Game. That's my favorite one. Hmm. Hmm. My f- I like all... I Well, go first, Sergio. I kind of want to say that my favorite song is the one they have in the lunchroom that doesn't oh, have Troy yeah, or Gabriel in it. I don't know but I think it's, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. I think it is Stick to the Status Quo. I think that is the name Stick of the song. Stick to the Status Quo. That's the one I really yeah, like. Yeah, that's what it is. What about you, Kenzie? Yeah, I'm sorry I interrupted fun. you. Yeah, no, Kenzie, no, no. what's your favorite? We had ideas at the same time. No, um, I don't know. Like, I guess... Favorite's a strong word because I hate the whole thing. But then uh, <laughs> uh, the one song that I can't get stuck out of my head is um, All In This Together and Get Yeah. Your head but All In This Together. Those like, are 
beggars. Through middle school and high school, it's just like, oh, and exactly. Like, what the hell? Exactly. Yeah. yeah, it's good. It's classic, though. Okay, so Tor- Troy's thinking of Gabriella. He's like, oh, I love this bitch. Da-da-da-da. Gabriella and Troy go to the musical auditions where Sharpay and her twin brother. They're not twins. Y'all are lying to me. I guess they're fraternal twins. It's fraternal twins? Which ones look alike? <laughs> I don't know, but anyways, to me, they're friends. My headcanon, they're friends. That's the accurate one, I feel like. Anyway, her and Ryan, uh, they are, they participate, what the fuck, they perform what I've been looking for. However, Troy and Gabriella, they're too shy. They said, oh, I don't know if I want to do this, you know. Gabriella gains the confidence and step forward once the auditions are unofficially declared over. Troy offers to sing with her. However, drama teacher Mrs. Darbus, that's not real. Darbus? Yep. Y'all have a, y'all ever have a teacher named that? Uh-oh. No. I don't like that. <laughs> Mrs. Darbus, the theater lead, she tells them that they're late and leave. So she said, y'all nerds, get the fuck out of here. Kelsey Nielsen, uh, the musical composer, trips and drops her music all over the stage. Oh, so that's the piano nerd girl. I, yeah. I yeah. didn't know if she had a name. <laughs> Troy, <'Cause laughs> everybody wore help like, her. or some shit back in the day. Yeah, her. I loved her big old puffy hat. I think that was my favorite part that, that she wore. I hated that whole fucking outfit. Oh, you know, I loved you her could tell outfit. That she looked, it was so ugly. She looked uncomfortable in it. She was all. It was all big on her. Yeah. And you know when at the end of yeah. the movie when they're all at the basketball game, she's not wearing that anymore. She's just wearing the fucking hat. Why is her choice of fashion? Hell I'm yeah. gonna keep the hat. Take everything else off. Just completely change it, <laughs> but keep the hat. Well, that's the thing too. In school, mm-hmm. what school let you have hats? And, None. Oh, by the way, she's oh wearing my god, I have a quick that you have hats. By the way, she's wearing a spaghetti a strap too at the basketball game. Interesting. She said, I, "I'm gonna show my skin." Okay, so about not I'm sorry. True. About not being able to wear hats. One time I got a really bad haircut. My haircut was so fucked up that it looked like a thumb because the lady shaved my head way t- she cut my hair way too short and I had a beanie on for most of the most of the day. And I got to like fifth period in high school. And I, and my fucking high school my fucking AP history teacher was a bitch. Like I loved her. She was really cool, but she was a bitch because she kept fucking taking the beanie off my head and it's like, dude. Don't put, don't, first of all, I'm a child. Don't fucking put your hands on me. Second of all, I have an ugly ass haircut. Let me fucking keep my beanie on you, fucking bitch. Oh my god. That made me so angry. I hate, I hate high school teachers. Well, it's like, how bad is it to really have a hat? It's not even that bad. bad. It's stupid. It's not bad. I agree. Anyway. (laughs) Um. Okay, so they do help Kelsey, the big piano nerd, and they sing What I've Been Looking For, a reprise of it. Overhearing the performance, Mrs. Darbus said, oh, y'all got talent? T- you hear that, Sergio? Talent. Not unlike Sharpay and Ryan. No, they don't have talent. <laughs> You're a liar. And Mrs. Darbus gave them a callback edition. When the callback list gets posted, Sharpay discovers that she has competition for the lead role, while the Wildcats basketball team is shocked that Troy has the audition. After finding out that Troy can do activities outside his clique, other students confess their secret passions and talents. The song Stick to the Status Quo. This alarms Taylor and Troy's best friend Chad, aka Corbin Blue. Taylor and Chad come up with a plan to divert Troy and Gabriella from singing in the musical so they can focus on their upcoming competitions. Okay, I don't know if this is accurate because I could have sworn that it was like Sharpay and Ryan trying to thwart the plans so that Troy and Gabriella couldn't fucking um, audition. audition. Well, they did the auditions. Yeah. They. So Sharpay and her brother manipulated the mm-hmm. music teacher to move the audition yeah. date to the same day. It's like yeah. the championship. That's it. Yeah. So I think that's, that's what they did. And then they were like, 
oh, they're already trying to mess it up, so we're just going to feed, you know, help them. And well, then, oh, we're going to change the day. So when she sees Chad go visit Taylor, uh, they go like, oh, why are the basketball trying basketball people trying to be friends with the nerds? And then the nerds are going to be mm-hmm. popular at school. I think it's this whole weird click hierarchy situation and yeah, it's the a, drama it's a subplot thing. That's the weird. drama club at that school is really popular which is really weird um i mean if we see glee because they wouldn't I, be i, I don't know who's seen glee here but i have if glee taught me anything if you're in a drama club or in a glee club you're the losers of the high school you will get slushy you're in any yeah. arts any of the arts, you were at the bottom of the totem pole. Yeah, and um, see, and- I mean, the art kids were kind of cool, but it was like the theater choir and art kids, y'all. No one talked to them, or like they were all friends with each other because no one else would talk to them. All the athletes stuck together. The people who exactly. were like, I mean, like friends since uh, friends since like middle school, elementary, they always stuck together regardless and, of what they were into. And, but granted, most of the time they weren't athletes. And like, yeah, Ga- Troy's uh, Chad and Taylor's plan is to break gabriella's heart that's the way they're gonna get rid of the play that's fucked up mm-hmm. no friend will actually want to do that yeah no friend would actually do that that's what's unrealistic about this and that's when like too it's like kind of goes into like toxic positivity because they're like oh well we want you know if it would it would make me happier like me being chad that my best friend um whatever the fuck his name is troy doesn't end up with the girl that he really likes, but instead he's with me on the basketball team. You know, that doesn't yeah. make sense. You would actually want your friend to pursue the relationship regardless of whether or not it's going to give up with your interests of, you know, uh-huh. wanting him to stay on the basketball team because that's just what good and friends do. Up at the end. Exactly. And by the way, God, Troy yeah, I mean, is the dumbest it's, it's motherfucker forced, ever like. on this movie because his oh, friends literally stupid. shove he's a stupid, webcam yeah. to his face and he then goes and spills everything what he doesn't really feel about Gabriella. Bro, there's a camera yeah. in your face. Mm-hmm. There was like Wait, where was the camera? Because I didn't even see it. Cause it and also the fucking video that they show her looks so it's like some archive archive <laughs> bullshit. <laughs> well, it's like this, so people who don't know, this scene is where they're trying to convince Troy to say something bad so Gabriella can see it and be like, mm-hmm. I don't want him anymore. But the camera so he, the friend Chad is like telling him like tell us like and leans towards this mm-hmm. laptop where this guy clearly puts this huge cause well, this is back in the early 2000s technology is not little giant it's camera beautiful. it's huge and yeah so they just like see this this thing rise up and, and so they literally put it and they yeah they literally huh. put it on the laptop and then they tilt the camera towards him yeah, yeah. so it's just like <laughs> you can notice like, if you're talking how do you not see i would have been like what are you doing and he's looking exactly. right at them too i mean so oh god he, yeah, he literally got exposed by his own teammates. It's so stupid, too. He, uh, like, I mean, I get because, like, you trust your friend, but it's also, like, you don't know who's preying on your downfall because literally they set him up to fail and to, like, talk shit about Gabriella. But also, that's stupid. Like, why would you talk shit about the person that you like and are interested in? Well, you know, like, unless he thinks that he actually doesn't like her. I don't know. It's stupid. Well, it's like He's stupid. Of, He's an idiot. Yeah. there. I think there's, like, that kind of plot in a lot of those that era of movies because like have you ever seen yeah. John Tucker Must Die they do the same thing well yeah I know yeah exactly I mean I guess but but like they didn't like him so they wanted to like make his life miserable right but well, one they, of the girls falls know. for him remember and that's why John Tucker oh, Must Die stupid. is a major motion picture it's not a Disney Channel movie 
That's true. So. I like that movie. I'll rewatch that. That's oh, I, it's, it's, I don't like it. It's don't good like on the movie. level of bad. You know, it's like so cheesy, yeah. but it's really, yeah. it's funny. It's a, so. it's a good bad movie. Yeah. Yeah, when I first saw that movie, like, my family was obsessed with it. Like, because granted, for the time that it came out, that movie was actually really good. And I would definitely put John Tucker Must Die over High School Musical because High School Musical is <laughs> fucking bullshit. Oh, my God. <laughs> well, it's like, yeah. But anyways, back to High School Musical. Yeah, bye. <laughs> I was just saying. Back to High School Musical. So, Kenzie just explained that, like, uh, basically, Troy Gab- betrayed Gabriella that was set up by Chad and Taylor because Chad and Taylor don't want Troy and Gabriella to be together because we can only stick to one thing, so Gabriella has to be a nerd and Troy has to be a jock. So, um, yeah, so Gabriella overhears and she doesn't... But what the fuck? I don't know. I have to read this. I can't even... I don't even know what the fuck is going on. Anyway. Reading is so, hard. Because she was... Reading is hard, guys. My, my The little hamsters in my brain are working overtime. Upset by Troy's betrayal, When There Was Me and You, the song that she sings, Gabriella decides to not audition for the musical. Troy, confused by Gabriella's decision, is unable to concentrate on the game while Gabriella is in low spirits. Realizing their mistake, Chad and the basketball team tell Troy what happened and offer to support him in the callbacks. Taylor also explains to Gabriella that she doesn't... Uh, yeah, so Taylor basically confesses and says, Hey, sorry, we fucked up, da da But Gabriella's like, No, fuck y'all, I'm out of here. That evening, Troy goes to Gabriella's house, which is humongous, by the way. Like, it's like this giant, gorgeous, beautiful house because, like, he tries to knock on it and then they open, like, his her mom opens the door and she's like, aha, my daughter's not here, whatever. And, like, Gabriella's just on this big old fat-ass staircase. And I don't know about y'all, but, like, those houses kind of, I guess I'm not necessarily sure about, like, Texas architecture, but we don't typically have, like, houses that are uh, multiple stories. We kind of have wider houses so that you don't really need to have a second floor if that makes sense yeah um uh so i just gotta say something about this scene uh they try to really picture it as troy being romantic and going up up to her balcony i find it creepy to her house basically it's creepy yeah he was on some weird stalker shit but the thing is he creates he commits a felony and goes in his back her backyard (laughs) and i'm just like i mean at the time oh he's sweet but at the same time it's like no crazy it's creepy three times together (laughs) (laughs) literally also i don't even think because he has her phone number, right? So, like, do they text outside? Like, I just wanted to know their relationship to why he would Clearly be so comfortable to just Clearly do that. Clearly he doesn't, because when, yeah. he, when he breaks it into her house, well, his her backyard, mm-hmm. she calls him for, the, mm-hmm. and she seems surprised that she called him. So, oh, interesting. I, 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 I hate their relationship. By the way, I think Gabrielle is not really that in. <laughs> that much into Troy and he's just infatuated not, with her. She's not. I don't think she's really that into him. Definitely. He's like, um, he's you like tell obsessed that with her. <laughs> Literally the first scene because she's very like, I mean, I see like she's very much a big ass nerd but she's very, you know, academically focused and so she's probably more focused on, you know, she's like, I want to go to college, you know, this is my plans because she even like in the beginning of the thingy when Taylor was like doing quote unquote research on her, she got a scholarship for something but I don't know what scholarship she like. Is it like a school scholarship for a private school? Think, but basically, yeah. I think it was like something like that, but also like saying like she's like a genius, like she's okay. super. Yeah, super she's smart. really smart. Yeah, but here's the thing yeah. about that. Okay, so, so there, when Sharpay and Ryan uh, Google Gabriella, because it's that easy to Google yeah. people apparently, um, yeah. they literally find articles, a number of articles that say Gabriella is a whiz kid. 
Is she so smart? Why is she still in mm. high school? Because she wants, uh, she wants, she wants the experience. But yeah, she's also basically. complaining about her mom moving all the time. Wouldn't it be better for her to just go to college right away and stay in, in a fucking dorm? Um, probably, but I don't think they were thinking that far in terms of character development because granted, like, if, cause like, you know, those like super genius kids who like finish all their schooling by the time they're like 11 or 13 or 14 and then they go to college because they're like, I want to learn everything because they basically like, are, they have little computers where their brains are because they're so fucking smart. Mm-hmm. If she was that smart, you know, she would probably want to do that. But granted, like some of those kids want to finish school, but also what is she a sophomore or like what what year are they in when they're I think in high school? They're know because I don't fucking know. Because the second movie I think is like the second year. They're ju- they're juniors the and then the last one they're because they, they graduate. graduate. They're seniors. Yeah. I th- okay. Yeah, so definitely I think that's even right. if she went the traditional route. Yeah. Even if she did like graduate early she would be leaving when she was 16 and not 18. So she would still have like a two year ahead thingy. You know what I mean? Yeah. I don't know. It doesn't make sense. Uh, but yeah, I think this is weird how he just like pushes a narrative of like, oh yeah, you want to be with me. But even like while I'm reading the wiki article, it never says that like Gabriella wants to be with Troy. It's like Troy convincing and gaslighting Gabriella to be with him. It's weird. <laughs> through I song. don't understand it. And the worst part of it is that he's gaslighting yeah. her through song. So exactly he's like oh you want to be with me and she's just like i mean i guess because maybe she's like just like that because you know how like people grow developmentally and like want to be in relationships and things like that maybe she was just like so academically focused she never thought about pursuing romantic interests and maybe this is her first one and it's like oh like he's the captain of the, fo- of the basketball team da-da-da. so like i have to do it you know like maybe like she's convincing herself to do it because he's just that handsome or whatever <laughs> yeah i find it gross Possibly. <laughs> it's weird. It's weird. Okay. Right. So we are on. We're towards the end. We're almost there, guys. <laughs> Overhearing, overhearing Gabriella and Troy rehearse, Sharpay asked Mrs. Darbus to move the callbacks to start at the same time as both Troy's basketball championship and Gabriella's scholastic decathlon competition. Kelsey overhears the conversation and the basketball and the decathlon teams make a plan together. So we have all of our nerds and all of our jocks coming together to save the big nerd and the big jock of the movie. On the day of the competitions, Taylor and Gabriella used the school computers to delay the championship game by hacking the power in the gym. This is not realistic, and I don't think this is possible, just in terms of, like, a technological standpoint, because I'm not a hacker by any means, but this is not possible at all. It's also domestic terrorism. (laughs) It is! It is! Um, the easiest way to do this would just to be to find where the power is or, like, just restart the breaker. You know what I mean? Like, they don't have to hack anything. This this doesn't make sense. I have a feeling at this high school, there would be a giant plug in the wall. They would just pull out. Exactly. And some of the whole school shuts down. Stupid. Yeah, so they cause a chemical reaction that forces an evacuation during the decathlon, which is stupid. Don't fucking, don't have fake, don't have a pseudo bomb to evacuate the fucking decathlon nerds because the fucking bitch ass team nerd who just came to the school uh, wants to sing with the jock. That seems like they're kind of By throwing the way, each other this under also the bus. This also means they possibly cheated at the decathlon, whatever the science competition <gasps> is, because they had access that. to oh, the chemicals does, beforehand. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wow, they, they are they, they are terrorists. That's crazy. <laughs> I cannot believe teenagers the are crazy. that they're going. 
No, legitimately, teenagers are insane. Just uh, for Troy two people to, to the fuck. stage. Just for not even that for them to <laughs> sing together. That's what's even crazier. <laughs> God, you said that right, but I took a drink. <laughs> Ken, you killed her. You killed Kenzie's her yeah. So Troy and Gabriella rush to the auditorium as Sharpay and Ryan finished their callback song, Bop to the Top, which is a bop. It is a banger. After Gabriella and Troy successfully perform their song, Breaking Free, <coughs> Mrs. Darbus gives them the lead roles, making Sharpay and Ryan understudies. Both teams win their respective competitions, and the entire school gathers in the gym to celebrate. We're all in this together. Chad asks Taylor out, and Sharpay makes peace with Gabriella. That's interesting. Wait, There's so he also- waited till the very end of the fucking movie to ask out the girl he's been trying to sing with this whole time the entire time exactly he never he went he committed a felony he broke into her backyard what? he tried to force himself onto her in the beginning of the movie but you know it's I, when they're finally I, get to sing together that he I asked thought they her were out. already together before then yeah no because she's like guess who i am oh, wildcat wait, wait. and she does some weird thing Ugh, fuck her fuck fuck her and no, Troy. No, no. I, think- I find it so weird no, I think they, I think they are together in the second movie because Chad and Taylor get together, not Gabriella and Troy. So I'm thinking they're, uh, I don't fucking know, but yeah, Chad asked Taylor out, not Gabriella um, and Troy. So um, this whole movie is that Sharpay is mad that someone might take her lead role away from her. Why is she so yeah, friendly yeah, to Gabriella at the end of the movie? Yeah. It's weird. You wouldn't think they want to be. But, I mean, I guess maybe it's an act only, literally only because, like, in case Gabriella doesn't get the part, like, she has, uh, like, a family emergency or whatever, uh, Sharpay gets to do it. I don't know. It's weird. I mean, but I guess, I don't know. It it's, doesn't make sense because mean girls show, are always going to be mean girls. It's to show good um, showmanship of, like, good job, No, you fuck won. that. Be bitter to the end because that happens in real life. But that also, like, well, they kind of fuck it up in the it's second movie because they're they're ba- they're mm-hmm. rivals again in the second one. Back to square one, yeah. There's no development over. The, there's no continuity or development. Like they're all like basically the same person. I feel like there's like I don't know. It doesn't make sense. But apparently, did y'all see the post credit scene where Zeke plays is just alone in the gym? Sharpay runs in, declaring that the cookies he had given her that she had initially rejected are genius. She hugs him, and he says that he will even make her a creme brulee. Who is Zeke? Do y'all know who Zeke is? Because I know. The guy that said he can bake. Oh! He's the first one that gets shamed. Yeah. Do him and Sharpay get together, or no? I don't think so. That's what I want to know. Because this sounds like it's the beginning of them, like, trying... I don't know if they're going to be friends or whatever. I but honestly, it definitely sounds like they're alluding to them getting together in the third or, la- or second movie. Probably. I haven't seen the second or third one because I saw the first one. <laughs> Me, and I, was like, nah, I don't want to yeah. see this. I don't understand. Um, okay. So, uh, final, when, wait, 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 wait. There's, there's a scene, like, at the very beginning when they're all auditioning. There's a part where there's two starter mm-hmm. kids doing an interpretive dance of the song. And the theater there teacher is? tells the kids to go see a counselor because that was disturbing. What the fuck is she referring to? The dance? Probably. Maybe because maybe because in terms of like a, a just a teacher in general, um, 
I'm trying to think on how like it would be like in a real life situation because some of some things because again it's up to the discretion of the teacher. So if the teacher thinks that they're like doing drugs or she knows that they're on drugs or like what they performed could be interpreted as negative, she basically has to send them to the counselor. But and they're maybe literally it's not even that or maybe the she the whole time they're doing this. Maybe and they're crawling on the floor. Yeah, that's fucking weird. So obviously, but how is it disturbing? <laughs> they would have to get sent to the counselor. It's I not. guess it's her version of disturbing. Yeah, it's her version of disturbing. Well, that's fucked up. But also, maybe it being... was just okay. Never mind. Maybe, <laughs> maybe it was just an excuse. Also, to just get them off the stage, and she's like, "Y'all are fucking freaks to get out of the stage." And obviously, she can't just say that blase. She has to say, "Go to the counselor, you weirdos." You know. <laughs> I guess. Yeah. Final thoughts. Final thoughts. Yeah, Kenzie, go first. Are we rating it or are we just doing final? Yeah, thoughts? we're rating, rating it. Rating it. Rating it and final thoughts. Yeah. Okay. What's the scale? One to five or one, one to ten. ten stars or one, what? One. To, one okay. To ten. Um. Let me see. I would say at the end of the movie, it has a good message saying like you know it's okay to be different, but the whole movie like it's just so corny. I'm gonna say a. F- mm-hmm. Four point eight. Hmm. Let's round it up to a five. So are you gonna say five out of ten? <laughs> sure. Uh, um. See, I also think the movie's trying to send that message that being different is good, but the whole movie is spent on shaming people who have other mm-hmm. interests, and mm-hmm. and I don't personally think there's a growth within those characters that shame other people like yeah the whole movie is really based on about if troy and gabriella will be able to make it at this audition audition it's really and, and their friends yeah. are are willing to commit to domestic terrorism to make it happen mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. and i think that chad has definitely fucked up a best basketball he's carried around the whole movie so i'm a little bit worried about that I want to give this movie a low score, but I also don't hate the movie, nor do I love it. But I'm going (laughs) to give it a six, just like the Shrek movie. Mm, That's fair. I was going to say, in terms of, like, progressiveness, it's not it's not very progressive at all. It's actually regressive because the characters don't grow as people. There's no really exploration of other interests. There's not really any, like... Also, the like it's mostly just like Troy being infatuated with Gabriella, and then also it's like it's kind of like they're like people who are nerds, uh, who or who like do things that are non-stem and non-athletic. Or no, they're also really nice stem people as well. But it's just like I don't know. I don't understand the weird totem pole of like um uh like the club uh or like extracurricular activity hierarchy. That doesn't make sense to me because that's not realistic in terms of what actual high schools are because. The people who are big jocks are also pretty smart, and the people who are do those um, like theater and choir, they're expressing themselves because that's like one of the means to do so. Especially if you are in a poorer high school. Um, I didn't. I don't see. I've never been a fan of High School Musical, and like seeing the movie is just like awful and it's weird, and I don't. I didn't like it. Um, but I mean, I don't hate it, and I also don't love it. I'm very in the middle, so I'm gonna give it a two out of ten because it's not for me, and I didn't understand it, and I also didn't like it. <laughs> um, I'm gonna. I asked my sister like to give her a review about the movie, and I'm gonna just call her our yeah, high school musical correspondent, 
And this is what she yeah. said. <laughs> or HSMC. What did the HSMC say? Yeah, she said, High School Musical is a cinematic masterpiece. The cast, the music, and the choreography, choreography were chef's kiss. Amazing. It forever changed my life. <laughs> what By the way, my sister's three years younger than I am, and I don't understand mm-hmm. why she thinks this is a matter- masterpiece. Nor she but says, like, yeah, well, it's I mean, like, I it, think... Yeah. It pertains to a certain amount of kids. I, I guess so, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, there is no Definitely numerical rating, I'd... but I guess she would say a 10 out of 10. <laughs> Probably. I think also in terms of just, like, who the target demographic for this movie in, when I think of Abby, Serge's sister, she's definitely the target audience oh, that ye- would like, love that movie. Yeah. That's yeah. why she thinks of it so highly. But me, big brain, fuck high school musical. Y'all have shit tastes. <laughs> Yeah, I, like even when it was popular, I was like, mm, "This is annoying." Yeah, I didn't, I didn't understand it. Like even like like the get your head out of the game, and then we're soaring, or yeah, we're soaring. Those were like meme songs to me. They, I didn't like enjoy them. But like as an adult, like I can see like how they would be good, quote unquote. But now, like seeing again, seeing it as an adult, you can kind of view things in a more critical lens that you would understand, like. When I was like, when the first time I watched it, um, like I would, I could kind of see how Troy and Gabriella were like kind of trying to get to know each other and to like each other. But as an adult, it very clearly she doesn't kind of want to be with him at all. Like he pushes that relationship on her and yeah. he gaslights her into thinking that he's she's in love with him. It's weird and it's insidious. Also, why are the nerds have access to the chemicals? No chem teacher would even have those in there. And also, when because New Mexico schools. I don't know, like, if they're rich or if they're poor, but <laughs> my high school didn't have access to those chemicals at all. <laughs> so I don't know where the fuck they're eating those. The thing is, like, they yeah. also have access chemicals are part of the competition. Um, mm. And that means they're cheating, because if if they have access to chemicals, they, could, they tamper. And they obviously tampered with it true, in the beginning true. anyway, so... Ugh. This movie's all over the place. Stupid. Um, so it means <laughs> it you is. can be different at the end of the day, and you can cheat <laughs> <laughs> and commit domestic yeah. terrorism. <laughs> yeah, because then you can you can pause the game with domestic mm-hmm. terrorism to get your best player back, so you can win the game versus uh, just exactly. playing the game without that person. Like if like if exactly. Taylor can do that Stupid. to one part of the high school, imagine what she could do to a bank in New Mexico. Come on, queen, There's, get that money. There, she is going to straight up be. Exactly. She's straight up going to be in Fast and Furious Ten. Just saying, I believe that. I believe it. I believe it. I don't know. I think it's like you can you can be yourself and you can express yourself, but only in certain terms and only in certain ways. Yeah. You yeah. can't ever fully be yourself. You know, like I don't know. I it's it's interesting. Is what I want to say. Do we have Do any guys, final thoughts before we yeah, say our goodbyes? Well, I have a question on what you guys think about this. So, Zac Efron and Vanessa Hudgens were together after this movie came out. And they were together until the last one. Do you guys believe that yeah. they had pressure by the fans to be together? Definitely. I think so. Um, because I think they might have mm. generally liked each other. Because that's... Ha- I mean, it, we've seen it a bunch of times. Celebrities get together. But then... It's hard for us as the public to really know how authentic that is because yeah, like exactly. like um like Twilight people, they were together through the oh, whole God. thing, but then turns yeah. out like Kristen wait, Stewart wait, wait, wait. or whatever her Sorry. name is. Yeah, but anyway. Yeah, I already did. 
Oh, hi, Scarlet. You fucking up, stupid bitch. <laughs> no, but, uh, um. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. But. <laughs> okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, um, I think in terms of like, oh, with the twilight, oh, I would just, um, you can finish your thought and then I'll say, because I do have, not necessarily thoughts and feelings, but I can definitely give some ground to what you're saying. So it's like how, how pressured she was when you spend so long, like being that love of the person on set, because they filmed three, four, five, you know, and then also like days, months, years they spent doing all these movies. They actually did fall in love. Like, I know Kristen Stewart from her interviews and things like that. She says she did love him. She did like him. Yeah, um, but I think also, like, you can come out whenever you want to. And so I'm guessing... Yeah, like, I think they like, immediately after, like, she cut her hair. She was, a, she was the internet's butch queen. I think uh, Vanessa Hudgens and Zac Efron, because they were both... Like, were they in their 20s when they did these? Or were they actual teenagers? I don't know their ages. But because... Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, most most high schoolers are played by adults. Yeah. So they did spend all these hours together, you know, playing love interest. And so, like, those feelings. And I it's think kind of they also were like, like, not necessarily living the movie, but it's kind of like you're slowly they were realizing close. that, oh, maybe I do like this person. Maybe, you know, I do want to be with them because you kiss them or, like, you play kiss them. You're, sp- you're spending so many times, like, um, on set and things like that. So they, I, be- I do believe to some part it is. Like, maybe, like, one-fourth of the fans pressure them to do so, but also, like, generally them falling in love. Because um, half the time, too, like, with these people who work on these movies for so long, like, Brad and Angelina, um, any other celebrities, you know, because but also a lot of people in Hollywood date in circles. Like, Jaden Smith is dating uh, Sophia Richie right now or something like that. Like, I don't know. But, um, yeah, celebrities are and things like that, especially like actresses and actors mm-hmm. in general, they will tend to like be genuinely oh. in love for a little bit afterwards. But then you know Jeez. the the rose colored glasses fall off. You know they maybe well, they're you know what's funny? once the movie ends, things like that, and then it falls apart. You know apart. what's funny? So Everyone like, sort of looks reason, like a child. Like. Too, but that's what so. I think. Mm-hmm. Oh God. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's that's interesting. That's that's I mean, that's decent casting, but it's yeah. What? He still has like baby face. So I looked up their ages. They have baby Hello. faces. And yeah, Zac Efron was nineteen, and Vanessa was eighteen. You know, so they I kind of decided decided that well, instead I mean, of that's the still W, like close in the age, musical, yeah. but I mean, musical, he did look fairly. The setting like, of young, it is going to be in a high school because he did fit in with them. I feel like fairly. So I think well. that'll be better. Yeah, the only one that I mean, fuck we all the only still one have baby face and we're the, old <laughs> was uh, Sharpay's brother. Well, he was twenty two. <laughs> Shut up! Shut up! I'm good, Kenzie. Do you have any? I'm over this. Yeah. Absolutely. Now they're like thirty. Mm-hmm. Anyway, ha- uh. <laughs> Do y'all have any? <laughs> do you have any final thoughts before we say our final oh goodbyes for this episode? <laughs> Kenzie, anything you want to share? W with the class? in high school. Oh my god. 
Fool me once. Yeah, you can. You definitely can. <laughs> I'll I'll say that I'll say this. If you really want to watch this movie, go for it. But uh, I looked I up where to movie. watch it. <laughs> it's a waste of your money. Also, and see if you can bar- borrow borrow your rich friend's Disney Plus account and watch also it on YouTube. If you want to watch a movie for free, do a quick Google. By the way, we didn't say our social media. Watch it. Don't be like Sergio and pay seven dollars to watch a shitty movie. Obsessed with it back in the two thousands, but he paid like five or six dollars. Yeah, honestly. Yeah, for Color Out of Space, which is a fucking shit disaster. But, alright. I will see y'all in the next episode. Thank you for listening, and I hope you have a healthy arrest, a healthy whatever. Have a good weekend. You paid $7? Oh, they should know. They should know our social medias. Wait, did we stop? Oh.